All right, so what are we doing today? Budget talk? We'll have a meeting and yeah. podcast at the same time? Yeah. Okay, let's do uh, it. All right, so we have to – I bought tickets to – we're going to Seattle, and we're going to do two songs and stories, acoustic intimate night shows, mm-hmm. and um, also we're going to live broadcast one because a lot of people donated and supported Devin's dad's funeral because his family did not have the money to pay for it. Uh, his dad just didn't have – didn't save and didn't have the money, unfortunately. Uh I guess his insurance had ran out or something. That's what's so crazy about life is like he had it, but then he just couldn't afford it anymore. So it's always expensive, but he paid for insurance to cover his funeral until he couldn't. And then he died. Yeah. And then he had to have a funeral. And it's just like, like shit, I, I, they're going to get rid of burying people on the ground soon. Right. Like that is really do it a lot less. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's like, that's like throwing trash out your window when you're riding down the road. That's just, everybody's like, yeah, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, you skip ahead a little bit. We'll just be having, it's just be a digital event. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they'll do something like that. I mean, there are already tons. I, I, they, you can start your own business now of, uh, they, cre- they, they, they cremate you or something and then plant you in a tree and then you're just a tree in the yard, which is obviously way better. Yeah. That's the right idea. I think. I think it's way better. All right. Sorry. I'm not trying to hijack it. So anyway, we're doing this. We're also going to do a video capture of our band Palmetto. That is me, yeah, you, EP, Devin, basically. and Chris uh, are all going to be doing that. That'll be our first capture of something, yeah. you know, a real something to release there. It'll be a video EP, basically. So normally when we do these things, we just spend the money and then just assume that everything works out. <laughs> <laughs> and We've done that since 2001. Not exactly, but yeah, yes, I mean, more or less. We have. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we have a financial system that, you know, has taken many forms if yeah. you go all the way back to 2001. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of it, if you, a lot of it is just the way I manage things, but one of the tendencies that's in it that is really, really good is it is, and it wouldn't sound this way to people, but if you, if you really understood the approach, is very socialistic a- approach to the internal management. Like people yeah. say, you're a capitalist uh, to the everybody, but socialist like in your family. Right. It's it's like that. So it's like a family style finance, um, which is all I can manage. I'm not able to. I've never been able to do the more detailed stuff. None of us really are right. like that. And we are so flexible in so many ways that we've been able to be very stable financially for many, many years in ways that other people have not been able to achieve. They've, you know, we've never had a financial, honestly, problem, but we've also never accounted for much or stretched it far or tried to be self-accountable. But we've even done whole phases where we were actually living in pure socialism, where we've deposited our checks together and spend effectively in a high trust way so we've been in this high trust finance system for you know 20 years where it's just we spend the least we can we all get by with what we can and we all split up what we can and uh, to each according to his need (laughs) so we're trying to figure out for all of this so and it, it gets tricky because not only are we doing uh this palmetto thing but we are playing songs and stories for emory but it's just it is songs and stories is usually just me you and david 
And sometimes you know I mean? it's just you and yeah. Devin. Yeah. And, and lots of times it's like last time it was just me and Devin. And so the accounting of it gets a little weird, but the accounting we had, of it is like, does this feel okay to everybody? That, right. Then it's good. So if you and Devin do songs and stories, then you basically keep that money and that's fine. It's yeah. just merch, you know, like we, right. it's, it's this ill-defined thing that we've been, you know, it's in the territory of codependency if, right. you, th- if you think about it that way. So it's like, well, Emory borrows from Bad Christian borrows from Palmetto because it's all <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the truth is too, like, uh, I mean, some of this is just, we, it, we can't do If we're going to do it all with the whole band, it just ends up getting really tricky. Like, and for songs and stories, we don't need Josh. We don't need Dave. We don't want drums. We don't it's need Josh to scream and jump around. I mean, there's, there's things that you don't actually need to do the songs and stories. And so all that, there's just that alone, figuring all that stuff out, but it's too hard. We got to we gotta have, out. we got to have travel. We got to have lodging. You got to have food. You got to pay our, the director, uh, producer, Zach, that's helping us. Uh, you got to create an art around it. Uh, you, you know, Katie, we're going to have to pay to figure out how to, after we make it to get it out to everybody. Uh, and I mean, all of these things just, you know, today we're looking at Airbnbs because maybe we could film our Palmetto stuff in an Airbnb, but you know, how much does that cost and what does it look like and what are we doing and where's the money coming from and how much is in there and all that stuff. So it just, well, yeah, we're doing the budget now. Then the the question will come, but where does it come from on a new project like Palmetto? And that is a question we have not answered yet. So if we want to go through the budget, then we can ask, is it worth it to invest this? And where does that money come from? And who's it? (laughs) You know, it looks like, uh, you wrote out a, uh, a brief little budget here. Uh, and can we just tell the numbers? Or, yeah, or, this is just okay. my, my shot at doing yeah. it because like for, it came up. I mean, we've been wanting to do budgets for a long time and just scared to do it because it means too much definitional stuff. Like yeah. we don't I don't really want the hard questions to come about what everything really is. Right. But, you know, it's like when we try when we do stuff like the BC Roadshow or BC Con, mm-hmm. it's like, how do you really determine who gets paid what for each of the weird blurred together things like that bc con we did we spend all the money that, that comes in right. tickets and the last one all the people that were there that were performing or working all got an equal cut of 100 dollars. right that's right. like that's the only uh, the do the narrow calculations and let people fight right. about it or something like that doesn't seem to work you just have to get it all to bounce uh, but anyway does emory pay for palmetto is knuckle breakers funding palmetto that right. kind of stuff so when we try to do the travel expenses to do right by josh and dave you know, obviously, this all is still after just reconstruction of the after the Joey thing of what would it have ever meant to have clear boundaries and name right. who does what and how it works and where the how does it really supposed to work on paper? That paper ain't never existed because I right we don't like paper <laughs> reading writing uh, or math. But so the question today is just about travel. It's like, well, I put some travel in the songs and stories budget, and some of that's got to go to the go fun it's like all these things have to be outlined so anyway i'm talking myself just to this moment just to get here but the the thing that separates it is you can't like just the travel itself you can't put the emory when we go to portland to do that emory show that can't go on palmetto's budget if we're ever going to know if palmetto is a profitable ip or not so it needs to bear some of the travel but songs and stories can bear some of the travel and then that'll filters all the way down into the thing so when i'm looking at palmetto what i want to know is how can we prove instead of just know and feel that it did well over time, which I think it will, how can we prove the money we invested in it? And which means we could believe in it enough to say we're investing in it and then count right. 
and find out when did it get paid off and by how. And then if it doesn't, we better face that too, which we normally like to avoid. So that's how I'm psyching myself into it. But if I'm going to do it, it seems like you got to look at it like a record label deal. So we're a label and you get what is the cost to put out a record. So this is like the very, you know, you you could add PR and other things into here, but it would be the whole budget. If we were signing an an act and really going to do it that way, what would a budget look like? And do we want to invest in, sign, and advance money for the project Palmetto? So that forces us to this conversation. So now you can read it. And my guesses. Yeah. And a lot of this is just because, once again, we haven't done really good. For example, the the KC Bash, we thought, uh, you know, we had to make the tickets like, what, 70 bucks because we thought everybody would like to have Copeland there and Aaron Sprinkle there and all stuff. And so we made $70 tickets and lost money on it, we think. We discounted the tickets, We right? discounted them down to 50 eventually just because, yeah. Yeah, but we thought, oh, let's add Copeland and we'll sell more tickets and stuff. And then just none of that happened. So like even S- songs and stories sell as yeah. much as that, like right. the, adding them didn't help sell more tickets is the odd thing. In retrospect, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have had any openers and just had songs and stories there and, and we might probably have <laughs> done better and we'd have been a, way, a cheaper ticket. We just didn't know. We thought, oh, people, you know, will want to come and. Hang out, you know, Furnace Fest folks. But anyway, so we're learning. That was our first budgeted thing, and it went badly. I mean, it didn't go badly, but it got a budget crunch right away. The first time we put numbers on paper, you're like, oh, shit, we do make stupid choices. Right. So that didn't work out good. Um, All right. So, uh, okay, I'm looking at this budget that you kind of loosely just made. Mm Mm-hmm. You got $2,500 for video capture. You got $2,000 for art and designs. We're already at $4,500. $1,500 for location. Uh, And this is for Palmetto, right? Yeah. This is to release a Palmetto video EP, and we're record execs right now. Do we want to do this deal? Okay. And then you got $1,500. So we're at, uh, let's see, we're at $4,500. We're at $6,000 now. Uh, $1,500 for audio post-production mixing and mastering. So we're at $7,500. A thousand dollars for marketing, eighty five hundred dollars, and you got five hundred dollars for audio capture, nine thousand dollars, five hundred dollars for travel. We're already over that already. Uh, that's ninety five hundred dollars. You got five hundred dollars for project management and support, five hundred dollars for hospitality, five hundred dollars for photography for a grand total of I think ten thousand five hundred dollars, which yeah. looks right. And I can't think of I anything think, but, like all of those things have. I don't know whether or not those are the right numbers for everything. Those elements all have to happen for YouTube have put out a record. Yeah. And that's not, this isn't a record though. This is like a, an EP. Yeah. An EP. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, not even a full record. Right. Is what we're doing here. So all these expenses now. Okay. So flights were 650 bucks for just but half of thing. that for songs and stories. Yeah, that's true. The discount. And then Chris is driving up from California. Tank of gas. His gas. His hotel probably need two hotel rooms. A hotel there. He drives hotel in, back. in one day. Uh, last time he didn't. No, he, last time he stops it, in Oregon. Yeah, he stops in. Yeah. Shit. So it costs the same as like a flight yeah. or uh, anyway. Yeah, it's not cheaper for him to drive. But that, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, he has to fly or come there. It might, it might actually possibly be cheaper, but he likes it better. He doesn't like Sometimes flying. you get a flight. I would cheaper. rather drive anyway. Yeah. I'd rather drive anyway. But, um, and gas is expensive now too. It's like I probably, especially on the West Coast, how much are you paying out there? We're paying. It like might be cheaper for him to fly, to be honest. But he's not going to want to. But whatever. no, he won't. No, he'll he'll just drive. 
So anyway, we're at $10,500 before you even hear this album, folks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before we write the songs. Before we do anything. It's just a we theoretical have to, idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and some of the, so one, potentially, the you have a $1,500 location. Uh, that's the Airbnb. That means so we, that's it's actually not like our, you get a studio. That's like oh, I see. where we're sleeping and you set up the drums yeah. there. If there's drums, you know. I see. And then $500 hospitality, I bet we'll go over that. It's, uh, you know, I mean, I, we'll easily spend $150 a day on four Little or five Caesars. guys. Bud Light, yeah, yeah. Our bright crawlers. I think that'll probably, but I mean, we're gonna be there for three days. Cannabis. So yeah, I mean, weed alone, you know, weed alone is probably five hundred dollars. Shit, you're right. <laughs> so I would bump that hospitality on. A, I, I mean, I'm looking. I'm thinking more eleven or twelve thousand. We'll be at twelve, yeah. Maybe at twelve then. Um, for an unknown band that we're gonna invest in that we hope people like, you know. So and we'll see. So it, it bums me out a little bit when I see. I think that's probably why we avoid it because I'm like, oh. yeah, you don't want to do. You don't want to do it. Yeah, because we have to figure out where the money comes bet. from. It's so, called betting. So here's the thing that I don't like about it. That's twelve thousand dollars that we have right now. So if we don't do anything, if we just say, ah, oh, forget it, we win twelve thousand dollars. Now, there's a chance that we can spend twelve thousand dollars and make. Fifteen thousand dollars, or twenty, or thirty. Maybe Palmetto becomes well, the band of the in the world. Let's and put a pin in it for a second and look at it a different way. The week's end, we did the same thing. Yeah, we were coming from right. some phase of shared resources, and we spent yeah. eight thousand dollars of our own money to make it. And then at that time, we owned. The master recording of the week's end. That was something that we did own. We don't own it anymore. No, my God, no. We sold it immediately. For ten thousand dollars. For for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> and we thought it, we made a lot. Yeah. Now, it you know, and it is now owned by a global multi global national corporation mm -hmm. that that owns EMI and the major labels and all that. Yes. And they make tens of thousands of dollars on that every year. Right. Every make, single year, they make tens of thousands, maybe 50 that. grand a year they make every year forever yeah. on that. We spent 8000 We bought it for eight grand. Right. But we sold it too early. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, well, if we didn't sell it, maybe nothing would have happened with it. That, well, we right. had, at that right. time, you almost had to sell okay. it. So now right. we're going to go back to now. First right. of all, if you you believed in the weeks in enough to do a lot crazier yeah. stuff than just spend $8,000 to get to that point. So huge investment right. and a lot of belief already there. Now this one, yeah. you know, you have to face the question is how much do you believe in it? How much do you think it's going to succeed? But if you think it's going to succeed and if you had any amount of thinking it would succeed like the weeks end or that that's yeah. possible, then you should be able to reframe and there's still good and bad ways to look at it. But you don't, we don't need anything additional. This is literally what it costs to release it and have all the video artwork, all the assets, everything. And if you just think inflation from here to now to spend 12 grand and you get to continue to own it and yeah. all, and this includes the distro and everything and the marketing part. Yeah. So then all you got to do is recoup your own $12,000 and anything it ever makes after there, including when you can play shows and sell tickets, when right. the merch sold for it. When there's everything else sold for it, the subsequent records, the value, lifetime value of new fans, the yeah. uh, value for continuing Emeryland now and adding value to membership there and everything else. So it starts to feel like 
not such a big risk in that way right. if it's successful at all. But on the bleaker side, that to pay for it, if you just pay, look at that recording recouping its own self by its normal means, it is about 12, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, it's about 2 million streams it'll need to get. Shit. To pay for itself by just its streams. So that's how a record label who wanted to like yeah. own it or go 50-50 would be looking at it. They'd say, okay, well, it needs to stream 2 million times to pay that. Yeah. And then we would own it or own our cut of it after that. That's the way record labels do math these days. Yeah. So it's a, did, uh, that, Do you know off the top of your head, do you think how many millions of streams did, <laughs> do we even get to millions of streams with Matt and Toby? We did uh, two albums. Good. That is really, really good market research. Now, that didn't really get good marketing or push or anything. No, it um, didn't. Especially not the second one because we certainly didn't do anything for right. it or good. But uh, the Tooth and Nail release, um, I, I mean, it's been dropped from people's minds. So I think it's this right. isn't going to be very... I'll circle back to that, but let's just answer that that okay. one question. Can we get two million streams from this Palmetto? And it's, it's only going to be like three songs, so it's not like you have ten to stream from. But really, I won't be. It's about yeah, that's true. So it's not even a full album. The uh, the, um, the for that album, our first album on Spotify alone has it looks like. Let's see, for Matt and Toby, for Matt and Toby, probably. Over a half a million. So it probably has. Yeah. So if you, and it came out way before Spotify and never got any right. coverage or promotion at any point while it was on Spotify. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, but it did have a proper crowdfund of, yeah. and sales and t shirts, camp pre order campaign, and did a bunch of shows and tickets. I mean, so Matt and Toby made way more money than $12,000 for existing. Yeah, that's true. It enabled way more, and, and Matt and Toby right. that that even though we didn't make any money off the probably the record part of it, the stuff that we did and then do living room shows then became Bad Christian. So it's part of a causal chain that gets us here today. That definitely paid more than anybody ever spent on it. That's for sure. Right, like its value to have had has paid continually and continues to earn money for you know EMI. Right, also. Yeah, and it will continue to. And it will continue been, to. Yeah, but this one will own. Right. We should have owned Matt and Toby, I guess. I guess we should have never signed a tooth and nail on that one, but we thought it was good. It's two good albums, too. That bums me out. Yeah, uh, they never got any real push. Nah, in, they just in, didn't. Yeah. And to, man, I don't know if tooth and nail, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if tooth and nail is the right place for a band like that, but it was, you know, it was pretty overtly Christian in some ways. Anyway, all right. So, the but going back to our question, we have to get 2 million listens to pay, to, to recoup, basically, uh -huh. you think. Now, the other thing, though, is with Palmetto, there is a good chance that since we're making this investment that not only, because uh, part of this is we're going to re record it visually and some behind the scenes stuff and the making of the record and all the stuff. So we're actually starting way better than we ever have, even with Emory stuff with, we are starting, like, imagine if we had uh, the footage we're about to get for Palmetto that we, if we right. had that for Emory, it would have been right. so valuable. Right. The so, audio on this budget, for, for capture, post-production, mixing, mastering, the total audio budget for the EP to exist is but $2,000. Right, that's kind of crazy. So, and then we're, right. video and is That used by to be the whole the, budget almost. Yeah, and <laughs> then almost a, the whole budget here is video. Right. 
but yes. there's no producer, no engineer. It's just, Chris, you know, right. I'll produce it. Josh will capture it. Chris will post-produce it, and Jordan will mix it. Right. So, and that'll all, that won't cost much of anything. Yeah. So that that should be good. Which is another uh, figuring out where the location is. Being near Josh might be something we should keep in mind instead of being out in yeah. Los Angeles or something. We might should. But uh, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I think we will recoup. I don't think this will be lost money. I think. Even Emory has enough fans that people would be interested in with streams and with watching maybe some kind of digital special eventually or some or live shows. I think we'll be able to recoup this. I feel pretty good about that. I don't think this is like taking a chance now. Still, though, that's with money coming from money we have in knuckle breakers or Emory or whatever. Not if you if you said Toby, can you contribute a fourth of this money right now to trying? palmetto like just out of mine and my wife's budget i would go like but that's how you should think about it i know that's what i'm saying so that's 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 how much do you really believe or not if you was like yeah i'm just gonna do this and then i'm gonna ignore it that'd be hard that'd be hard to say jess i'm gonna need four thousand dollars to do another band might it make (laughs) but might it make you prepare more thoroughly and care more about when it's release day and what blah 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 if you did i don't think so i just don't work that way sadly (laughs) i wish it would i wish it'd motivate me and i'd feel like oh yeah i gotta do better and all that stuff but i just i don't really think that way like i i'd I'd be nervous more than i'd work harder because i think i'd work about the same yeah there's a certain amount of that that isn't creatively productive you know you have to feel like yeah. it's harder to do it this way. It's better to like feel like you're becoming famous and the labels will take care of you and you know it's wasteful what they do, but you're focused on your creative stuff and right. everybody believes in you. Other people are believing in you, yeah. telling you how great you're going to be and it's going to be. That's a lot easier. Yeah. And it it's not that that's bad. That's actually good for the outcomes too. Yeah. But if we have to do both, we have to do be able to do this part now and then when we go into it, not be penny pinch. Like once we go in, right. we just try to stay in that creative space from after we get this out of the way until we do the reports after quarter two or whatever. Yeah. I think that as the way our band works is I'm by far the most penny pincher. Then I would actually say second is you. I, I, think, I, use I think your you ability. Me. Yeah. I, fo- I, I follow your lead on that. And it's been Devin, Josh, very Dave, successful. Nothing. They'd spend anything, do no, anything, I never would I think. I mean, it doesn't like we were talking about the Airbnb and uh, the Airbnb was going to be like, Devin's like, eh, it's going to be $1,600. I was like, well, there's a cleaning fee. So it's actually going to be 1800 and like closer to 1850. And I was like, that's a, seems like a lot, like just to, just to do it with a, just a place that we just said, like, I just don't know. So I was like, well, and then I just looked for a second and found one for half of that. That could be just as cool. You know what I mean? I, all mm-hmm. I want to do is just, here, here, more than the penny pinching for me, I always want to get the best deal. I'm like, wait a minute. The, you, if you, a mile down the road is a really cool house that's half, shouldn't we think about that? Like, I, I would feel, I just, I, but y'all don't feel that, that well, guilt or pressure about it. You don't, you don't have that. I have actual physical, mental, emotional yeah, you guilt. You just can't set, I have not it. the best deal. So I, I use your default mode as a defense <laughs> in which it's not going to be my fault for not caring about stuff because i love to not care about things and do things the harder rougher way i love that and your right. penny pinching affords me the ability to force other people to forego luxuries and right. i love that it is one right. of my favorite things so i get to piggyback 
And then if there is a problem, I get to step out of the way. You're the one to actually go make the argument of why not to do it. Right. <laughs> so it's very useful to me. And part of the system that runs a nice, trim, efficient organization is having a pressure on it. Like we can't yeah. spend, we can't, cause I don't have to feel that way, but I allow you to permeate and judge and be scared and put nervous energy around spending. So that functions right. really well for me. And I tend to agree with it. But if there's something I want to fight for or is important, I can usually get it. So that's how it balances. Like if I yeah. think it's important enough, I can get you to go along with it typically. So I just don't, I cannot, and I get it from my dad, but I cannot ever see spending more money as real value to me. Like I don't, like when Matt McDonald's goes, you know, all I care about is experiences, experiences. I'll spend what you know, ever to have that experience. And I'm like, but I don't, I think the money spending it that way feels a little reckless. And then I don't enjoy the moment as much because it just feels like I'm doing it. I'm almost doing it compulsively that way. Then like, I'm, I'm just going to spend this money because that way I'll have fun. Then I feel like I have to have fun because I'm spending all this money. Like it, right now I would easily uh, say I'll sleep on an air mattress above Josh's bar and we'll shoot every single thing there. And it'll cost us next to nothing. I would now, agree to that immediately, but I know that you and Devin and Chris would like, uh, like an Airbnb. You like to go maybe have a nicer dinner here and there. You like to go like I don't care. See, when that, I'm that's, out, see my, that's my different. fun is hanging out with y'all, not the experience. The experience yeah. is sitting there cutting up with y'all on an air mattress. That's really fun to me, though. But, that, really but see, I'm with you on that part of it. if you can make people sleep on the ground, that I always want to do that. It's because better. that is more fun. Right. I prefer that. But which thing will be the better product that I'm producing, I'll spend on that. Right. But yeah, sleep yeah, on the yeah. floor. Yeah, but I agree if Josh with you. Is, But if that weird way you think makes us record in Josh's bar while it's under construction, and that's somehow even cooler than a nice Airbnb with a mountain view for some reason, then you get these weird, quirky ideas that both are cheap right. and uniquely creative. So I stay open to that, but I, would, I wouldn't not get the place that I thought would look and sound the best, even if it costs more. I, yeah. can main, I maintain that view that that's still the most important thing. Like you wouldn't want to spend only, you know, fifty five hundred on the week's end and not get Ed Rose. Well, let me let me put it to you this way: I got a little history with this. Uh, what's considered our worst album ever? The most expensive one. Yeah, and and did we stay in like did we rough it? And no, it was really nice. We stayed at like a ranch. It was the right? nicest accommodation. Expensive and nice and, and equipment. You slept good. I've ever had you know, access you did, to? Yeah. So, and I don't think it turned out. The production while we re-recorded the whole thing you know <laughs> for zero yeah like, yeah, yeah like, and that so, was way better so for me if i was thinking visually oh oh look man they're at a really cool house and there's water behind them or something like that doesn't seem as cool as some weird above a, above a bar place that looks kind of city and grungy and we well, gotta like, think about the art like, now all we're those talking things about the me, art like, that that is when i do get motivated when i'm but like the, oh, okay then let me stick let's just stick right there then Sell me okay. on that, but remember what Palmetto's about. It's open, spacious, yeah. relaxed, real music. Yeah. What environment is that in? That's we got to capture what it's supposed to feel like. And the environment isn't just about the look, it's about how it fits and helps well, to me, people Palmetto, experience yeah. what it is. I think Palmetto is Emory, but so Emory energy. Uh, lyrically, very. Uh, uh, these are some great lyrics that Devin writing. I'm writing. Chris is going to write a song. You might. Who knows? You might write a lyric. I got a too. beat 
I know you parts. got some. You I got, got any lyrics yet? But I could dig through my notebook. So there's an energy to it that has to be seen, and if it's nice and comfortable, that energy is gone. If we're sitting in a really comfy Airbnb to me, then it's just going to be comfy. You're like, oh, this is a soft band. Mm-hmm. But if you see something like an acoustic, me, me, like the song that I wrote, <laughs> I wrote a song. And I cannot show it to y'all in its form because I was sobbing in it. I started crying during the song and it, the lyrics are really fucking heavy. And if I sing that in a nice Airbnb with a good coffee maker okay. and a plush, like that's what I'm saying. Like I'd, I, I almost want to get back to sleeping on an air mattress. So I feel like what I was when I was 20, 25 okay. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Oh, but, I, but I had to stop you though, because okay. that is how you get in situations of why did I write this? And now I got to perform and I wish I could just be wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt and playing relaxed music on the beach. Yes. So that's if true. that's what you want, that's what you got to create. Otherwise, are you going to want to live in whatever it is you're talking about creating a, instead of the, a, th- how three eleven and Steve Miller were able to get with their career. You're talking right. about recreating like the soundtrack and visual of the movie Saw. Well, this is what I think. I think that a, <laughs> I think that a, uh, a more gritty beginning of uh-huh. Palmetto leads to doing whatever you want because, okay. as you know, Emery wore Hawaiian shirts on stage, and Emery's done a bunch of stuff like right. But I'm saying the, the songs I mean, you write. I mean, what is their not, visual right, right. presentation? I believe you that what you're saying now. That sadness is going to match yeah. Josh's ugly upstairs of his bar. Right. Is that, but we still have the, ch- <laughs> the choice to g- guide what Palmetto's vibe, sound, look, and how the performances right. will be. And yeah. that's the most important thing is creating a type of music that when we perform it, we are excited to go to the gig. I'm going to hold, I don't care exactly about all the other stuff, but yeah. I know that we want this one to be like, you don't want to scream and bang your head. You want to create the environment that you're excited to go do the show for that. Yes, I agree. We have to keep that. No, I agree. Of it. Now, also, I don't care if we have a nice Airbnb, that'll be nice. <laughs> if we're over in Port Angeles, we have a nice, there one of the houses looked like it was on the water. It was cheaper too. And all the, so I, I mean, I am 100% okay with Airbnb and I know that other folks like, I know Devin doesn't want to sleep on an air mattress. He will, but it just wouldn't be his preference. But what is that? Is he that would without the, complaint. The, the direction of Palmetto is that really sad thing. Tell me more about this location in Josh's bar. I'll go down there. Well, I, I guess I just think uh, it, no matter what, since we're doing like a behind the scenes type thing and we're going to be working together, stuff like that. I, 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 to me, I think we're going to need a little bit of energy from outside. And I just don't know if like us sitting around a nice bo- a fire in the backyard, sipping on a glass of wine or something like that. <laughs> we'll connect. We'll connect with the fans as much. Like and the B-roll like, footage won't be as good. It, it, yeah, as like vacation. I, yeah. Like I'm thinking, if we're over in Seattle, I, I want to see like you leaving your family to go do this. Thing. Like I want people to see. Wait, oh, this is Matt now. Look, Matt's Matt's leaving his family to go sleep somewhere in Seattle with the with the boys to write this record because it's important to them. And you see Seattle, you see some of the the city vibe, the energy of it, or whatever. Not not you know exclusively, but just bits and pieces of that. But you might could get maybe we get some footage out in the woods or something. It can happen out in Port Angeles. I'm just saying in Josh's area, like I think it would be awesome to see my messy bed with a. Uh, sleeping bag so you're gonna on push it over for the in the gritty. corner. Yeah, so you push for the gritty. Yeah, like I, 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 I want Zach to wake me up with a camera in my face from a you know where I drank too many beers that name. Now we got to go right get a coffee and write start writing these songs. All right, my voice is low, and I'm just saying that. I'm sold. To me, 
it does it's something, but don't don't sell too quick because I'm, I'm marking off the fifteen hundred dollar location. <laughs> it's gone. Devin's going to be the budget bad. is now nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I marked it off. I'm going to go talk to Josh. And Damn here's it. why this is great, because we'll really get in there. It'll feel like the week's end. We'll yeah. be there. And we know that we're doing that performance and broadcast of Songs and Stories there anyway. Right. So that'll all make that all feel really good. And Josh is upstairs of his bar. has tons of different cool spots. So we'll be able to right. set a set there, even if it becomes fancy and we bring in Hawaiian trees. I mean, what if you, yeah, we'll what be if able you spend to spend $500 on, the, on, on props yeah. and stuff to because make it Because you know cool. what is uh Four blocks from there is Glazer Camera Rentals, and they have everything yeah. in the world from lighting and stands to like the to do a whole movie. The the rental place to shoot movies in Seattle is like four right. blocks away. So I know I we can spend that awesome. money on that, and then we just sleep, you know, at at the bar like Josh does now. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he and, lives and, it. He lives there. Yeah, he lives there. He just sleeps and, upstairs where the gear is. I mean, that's do you just know what so I'm great. saying. I'm like Josh never right. stopped sleeping next to Emery's guitars, right? For the last twenty years. How about we get done at six p.m. and walk over and go see a cracking game? That's right. With all the money we saved, that's what I'm you saying. Like, I just saying, I, there's a great pizza there. There's great. What was the uh, was it Indian food we had? They got so it. hot yeah. Thai food. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, I, that's all. All I'm saying is the energy there will be goofier and and you, it'll cause you to do stuff, but it won't be as comfortable. I mean. Uh, not funny, but no okay. comfortable. Let me pop you Which in with nice. one more budget-related trivia. How much do you think an average Emory music video costs? Just let's say, I don't know, party song. <laughs> <laughs> that was filmed at Josh's bar, by the way. Right, right. <laughs> so this would we already have shot one Emory video at this bar. It was called some other thing. It was long before Josh owned it. Yeah, um, and we did the party song video there were major lightning i believe that was like thirty five thousand dollars or yes, twenty thousand yeah. dollars or something to shoot that video that isn't any good right and it's fine and yeah. that what do we get for that like that right. that money got spent yeah you know of out of a not to mention the 80 or 100 thousand it costs to make the album and everything else right. so that there's like more than 150 dollars yeah. 150 thousand dollars spent i'm only a man including yeah. 30 of it on that video now same location except for the Free free location this time, and we'll pay Zach hundreds of dollars, right? Pay, you know, and then we're almost there. We just got the other incidental, so it feels like a lot of uh, a bit. And anyway, that's a neat trivia fact. When Josh bought this bar, and moved in, um, oh yeah, he didn't even know that it was that same bar, and then he realized when they were doing it, it's like, oh, this is that bar we shot in that time that the director had, and then cleaning out one of the dirty closets way up underneath he found a package addressed to dave powell and it was legs for his floor tom that he got sent to the video shoot that day still sitting in that bar unopened from 2009 yeah wow and now josh owns that bar and it's our headquarters (laughs) all right so we decided um I have to go. I think I left my dogs maybe outside, so I got to go check on them. I forgot. But um, all right. I'm all right good budget meeting. Are we approved? I'm in. Okay. The 100%. money, where's it come from? All right. One of our LLCs. Yeah. Because it's this, <laughs> the, make, the thing that makes most sense to me is that the all the knuckle breakers, this is the money that they pay in membership fronts yeah. this type of project to, ba- you know, that's, the, right. that's basically the source. So it'll come from uh, that membership. Uh, yeah, I love money, it. and then we'll give them that 
you know, all the access and the stuff way before it comes out publicly, just as we have rubbed some dirt on it. So, yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening through all this. See y'all.